Hello, my name is Dr. Megan LeBon, and I'm a naturopathic doctor. I attended naturopathic medical school for four years at the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine in Arizona. There are only five naturopathic medical schools in the United States. Well, today we're going to talk about two very good topics. The first one will be how to stay healthy during COVID-19 or any time. And the second one will be about nature's nine health laws, okay? Now, the first topic, how to stay healthy during COVID-19. Well, there's a few things that you need to know. One is that what I'm telling you is not just how to stay healthy during COVID-19, but it's also how to heal yourself if you already have the flu or a cold or something like that, okay? So this will work both for prevention and also for health restoration. Now, a little about COVID. Honestly, I'm not sure with the... the um. You know, the numbers that they're throwing out there of how many people have died of COVID, I'm not sure if that's actually true or not, because I think that they may give us some statistics that are not correct, meaning people may have died really from heart disease, but they're blaming it on COVID. Now, it's just to say that to amplify this for whatever political reasons, I think. But as far as you can understand that if you already have a pre-existing condition like diabetes or heart disease or cancer, maybe autoimmune, well then if you do get COVID, yes, you can absolutely expect that you're going to get sicker if you get COVID. But I know two people personally that have gotten COVID. One was a nurse and the other one was a respiratory therapist. So he was working directly with people that have COVID as a respiratory therapist. Well, you know what? Both of them just proclaimed that they had enormous fatigue, maybe a little difficulty breathing and high fever. But the rest of it is, is similar to flu symptoms, you know, and both of them got over it very well. Neither one of them had an existing disease. So there you go. I'm not sure how many people are really dying of COVID. And if they are dying, I do believe it's not healthy people that don't have an illness, but it's people that already have something else. That's what you need to remember. So again, you may be wondering, okay, so what do I do now to stay healthy during COVID? Well, there's a few things that you can do. The first thing is that you don't want to eat sugar. Now, obvious sugar is like, you know, cakes and candy and soda and coffee, stuff like that. But I'm not just talking about obvious sugar. I'm talking about sources of carbohydrates that in your body will break down into sugar. So what are those, you say? Well, I'm talking about bread and rice and pasta and fruit. Yes, all those things we love to eat when we don't feel good, right? But those things will feed, feed the virus or the bacteria. And, and it'll strengthen them. And you really don't want to strengthen them because they are invading you. It's just like a burglar. If a burglar broke into your house, you wouldn't want to prepare him dinner and have him sit down and relax, right? No. So if you could overpower him yourself, you try to maybe throw him into the basement and lock the door, right? And then what would you do? Well, you'd leave him in there three or four days with no food, no water. Well, by the time at the fourth day, he'd be very weak. And you could probably just beat him up yourself. You may not even need to call the police. <laughs> so that's what I mean by no sugar. You don't, when you are sick, you do not want 
in any way to feed the virus or the bacteria. So what you want to do is avoid all those obvious and non-obvious sugar. Also, you want to make sure that you are barely eating. You know, if you've noticed this, when children or animals are sick, they do not eat. Why? Because your body is trying to use that energy instead of digesting food to fight disease. And so that's why you really don't want to eat that much, okay? And then also, you want to... um. Just make sure that you're not eating a lot of meat either, just because meat is harder to digest. And again, if you are already sick, you're trying to use that energy to get well. You don't want to lose it on digestion. Now, the next thing is that you need to get adequate sleep. You know, you need to go to bed on time if you know you're sick. And what do I mean by on time? I mean, before the hours before midnight, they count as two hours. So each hour before midnight. So if you go to bed at 10, you're actually getting like, so we were talking about sleep. And if you go to bed at 10 o'clock, then you are getting about four hours of sleep, even though technically from 10 to 12 is only two hours. But that's a good quality sleep and your body feels like it's better sleep. And so that's a very good idea to get adequate sleep. And as far as your sleeping environment, well, about an hour or two before you go to bed, you want to already turn off turn off your overhead lights. So only low lamps, because remember, you only produce melatonin, your sleep hormone, when it's dark. And so the brighter it is, you will not make that and you may have a hard time falling asleep. Now, another thing you want to make sure that, you know, you get into your pajamas, and you also don't want to have any stirring conversations or watch any stirring programs like politics where you'll be angry or like, you know, who murder shows where you're like, oh gosh, you're afraid. You know, you just want to watch like zebras running across the prairie, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, just so that your sleeping environment is very good, Okay. And apart from that, you just want to maybe keep a pen and paper by your bed in case you are thinking before. You know, a lot of people that have difficulty because they're always thinking about things, you know, while they're trying to go to sleep. So have a pen and paper by your bed so that you can write down ideas or things that you do want to remember for the morning. That way you're not there like... um you know, just wondering about those things and staying awake because you don't want to fall asleep. Now, those are some of the things that you can do as far as um, to stay healthy during COVID naturally or even once you're already sick. Now, one of my favorite therapies is thyme and rosemary. Thyme and rosemary tea. That's one of my favorite remedies. Why? Because you can make three treatments out of it. So as far as the ingredients, you need thyme, which is an herb, right? You get the dried herb leaves in bulk at the herb store. You know, they'll ask you how many ounces you want and you have to tell them. And then um, thyme and then rosemary, okay? And usually I use enough to cover the pot, the cover, the surface of the pot. And so that's probably about five teaspoons of each, you know, and so, or five tablespoons. Now, the first way you could use it, for example, if you're very congested, like nasally, and you're all gooky, you know, then you can do a steam inhalation treatment. So you bring the thyme and rosemary to boil. And then once it's boiled, you turn off the fire. And then you get like a pillowcase or a sheet. And you put that over your head and lean as close as you can without burning yourself to the pot. And then just breathe, breathe in the fumes. See, 
rosemary has volatile oils. So once it becomes heated, then you will have a release of those volatile oils into the air. And of course, since you've got your pillowcase or your your sheet over you, then those go right into your brain. Now, patients always say they sleep like a baby after they do this and they love it. And so now besides that, you can, if you have a sore throat or like you have a throat infection, well, you can also gargle with it. You can gargle with it and then spit it out. They're both very strongly antimicrobial. That means that they will kill viruses, bacteria, fungi, parasites. Okay. So then the third thing you can do, obviously, is you can drink it. You can drink it down. You know, and as it, it has to go through your digestive system, of course, so that may take, you know, like 30 minutes to an hour. But if that's the only thing, like you only drank that and didn't eat, uh, if you eat, it will take a little longer. But um, after that, then you can, um, you know, like I said, when you take it orally, then it's very strong, too. Now, another thing you can do for children would be your garlic melt. Now, a garlic melt is just using garlic, fresh garlic, and then you're using honey. And I like to do this with children just because with children, they sometimes you just can't get them to do anything. But this remember, honey is sugar. So yes, it's natural, but the, the virus and bacteria, they will still use that. So I don't use a lot, but maybe a teaspoon of honey and then some like one or two cloves of garlic, just melt it in there. And like I said, garlic is a very powerful antimicrobial. Now, another thing that you could do is hydrotherapy. And hydrotherapy is the use of water. Why? That's why they call it hydro. And therapy is that you're just treating your body. And what I mean by hydrotherapy is that you need to do two minutes of completely hot to like, you know, um, 30 seconds of completely cold, okay? And then you do your front and your back. That's one cycle. I recommend doing four to seven cycles a day because if you do it that way, then you'll be sure to move your blood around. Why do you want to move blood around? Because hot water will bring blood to the area like a pizza delivery guy, and cold water takes blood away from the area like a trash man. And then you want blood to move in that situation. Bring blood, bring with you vitamins and minerals, but then take blood away. Take away trash and toxins, okay? Now, another product that I really like is BioVeg. This is by the company called Priority One. And if you get their BioVeg, it's got a lot of herbs and vitamins in it specifically for fighting off sickness. And it tastes disgusting. It's a tablet. But it's very, very effective. And you can take a loading dose. And loading dose would be about two tablets every hour, okay? And you definitely want to take a lot of water with it. Now, another, you can use these other things as well if you're sick. Vitamin C is a great vitamin for fighting off all kinds of illness. And then vitamin D as well. And then you also have zinc. You know, those are other things that you could take to help fight yourself in an illness. So there, I hope that you've enjoyed what we've talked about, about, you know, with the different things that you can do to stay healthy. All these things, you can do it proactively, meaning prophylactic is before you're sick. You can do all these things before you're sick, and then you can even do them after you are sick. Oh, let me tell you about one more thing that I really love. Another thing I like is the castor oil pack. Now, castor oil, if you use internal, it'll give you projectile diarrhea, which some of you may know because your grandmothers used to give it to you and make you poop. But when you use it topically, which is what I'm talking about, then it will help move your blood around. It is a circulatory stimulant. And so when you put a soaked 
washcloth, like use in the shower. You soak it, but in castor oil instead. You soak it to where it's almost dripping, and then you put it on your body. The minimum you want to do is 30 minutes, and the maximum you can do overnight. Now, what will that do for you? Well, I'm glad you asked. What it will do is it will bring blood to that area. Again, remember, anytime we bring blood to an area, then we're bringing vitamins and minerals that the body needs. Anytime we remove blood, that's taking those things away. So the castor oil pack is not only good for things like constipation, if you put the washcloth over your abdomen, help you with constipation, um, but it's also good for pain. It's an analgesic secondarily. So I've used it with patients that have strained their back muscles, patients that have pain from cancer, all kinds of things, and always patients that have cramp pains from periods in their menstrual cycle, all that, and it definitely works, okay? So that's my other treatment. I forgot to tell you about that. Sorry. Now, we've talked about how to stay healthy during COVID or any time and how to even regain your health with all the things I just spoke of. So now I want to talk about the last topic today, which is nature's nine health laws. Now, nature's nine health laws are such that who are they made by? Well, they're made by nature. And then if you break one of them, you will get sick. It's not like when will you get sick, but it's like we know you'll get sick because that's just how it is. See, you don't just randomly fall ill. You only get ill when you allow the environment in your body to get to such that it will support an illness. Otherwise, if you stay so healthy, then you will not get sick. So the first nature's nine L law is air. We need to breathe fresh and clean air. Most of us, we stay inside all day and indoor air is like three to, I don't even know how many times it's a polluted compared to outside air. So we need to get fresh air every day. Either roll down your car window or stick your by head by a window in your house all day whatever the next thing is water we need to drink enough water for our body weight what is that well if you weigh it's half your body weight in ounces so if you weigh 200 pounds and you should drink 100 ounces a day and you need more if your winter it's cold we definitely need it when it's cold and because people think oh i only need it when it's hot that makes sense obviously but you need it when it's cold too because your body is burning it off to keep you warm now Nutrition is the next one. You need to eat for your how you should eat. I, for example, took a food sensitivity test recently that told me that I should not eat meat or mine salt or wheat. So I've removed those things from my diet. So that's the same thing. We cannot all eat the same thing. We can't all eat apples. We can't all eat oranges. It's that. We have to find out what's individual for you. The next thing is sleep, which I talked about um, earlier when um, I was talking about how to stay healthy. The fifth nature's law is exercise. Find something that you like to do and keep doing it seriously. You need to raise up your heart rate, so you need to be sweating, you know? But that's the best thing. Find something you like, dancing, walking, hiking, running, whatever that's not hurting your body. Grounding, we need to spend time outside in nature. That means you can go to the forest or go to the park or again, go hiking. Just sit on the grass, hug a tree or two. And all that releases free radicals from your body out into nature. Now, the seventh principle is you need a positive mindset and spirituality. Meaning, if you don't believe in God or Allah or Buddha or the universe, whatever. But most of us know that we are not in charge in this world. So you need to believe in a higher entity or a higher power. And so then, with that spirituality, it helps keep you grounded. The number eight health thought is purpose. We all need purpose. 
We need to know that when we go out in the day, we're doing something worthwhile. Now, some of us will get that from working, and other of us will get it from, you know, volunteering or, you know, finding something else to do, you know, but we all need purpose. And the last thing is fun. Have fun doing your life. Enjoy your time with your friends and family. It's very important to do things just that you want to do. Maybe you stop playing the cello and you love it. Maybe you used to go window shopping and you love it. Maybe you want to cuddle with your cats alone and not let the kids play with you too. Do whatever you need to do for fun for you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this topic. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.